Hello. How's it going? Uh, somebody had our cold open. Yeah, I uh, I got a cold open for us. This is it. <laughs> That'd be fun. But uh, no. So, it's not what is everyone's favorite Pokemon. It's a more nuanced. If you were a gym leader, what would your type be? Oh, if... If we, as in me, as in Ryan, were a gym leader. Yeah. Brian. Honestly, I think me as JFK would be a fire type. Jack is definitely a water type. I could see that for sure. So he'll kick my ass. Absolutely not. I am a fighting type all the way. I love fighting Pokemon. They are the greatest. You have the coolest choices possible. You have, let's see... Heracross, who is one of my favorite Pokemon. You have all the cool firefighting starters that everyone hates unjustly. You have... Alright, some of them some of them justly. Others, not so much. But yeah, you have a ton of great fire uh, fighters. There's more. You have Polyrath, who is, of course, perfect. Peak Pokemon design. That's Ryan? my favorite. Ryan would be just a team of Eeveelutions. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, actually. But that's not a type. Yeah, not, that doesn't count. Gym leaders have to be types. If I could if I could go, I would be all Eeveelutions. I would be, well, scratch that. I'm going to be all, I'll, I'll be a fire type and just a full team of six Flareons. God. <laughs> actually, okay. You know what they should do? And Game Freak, if for some reason you do listen to this, one, please don't sue. But two... <laughs> Why have you guys not done, like, theme-based gyms? Like, could you imagine, like, a sun-based gym that has, like, fire, but also grass with chlorophyll, so they're, like, super-speedy grass types? Why have you done Flareon so dirty, Game Freak? Why do why you hate on my girl? Uh, Both of those are no, true. You know what, you know what, sue. Sue, Game Freak, please. I beg of you. I'll, you, I'll, you don't have no, do not sue us. You don't have the balls. <laughs> oh, God, Lord. So, yeah, you I know. would be a fighter. I would be a fighting type gym. All right. I think that puts me last then. So. I would be a poison type gym. Ooh, ooh. I was going to say ground. My arch enemy. What about steel? Nah, poison. Because my favorite Pokemon is Gengar, who has poison as a surprising second type. And I think, honestly, my second favorite is probably Crobat. That's a very interesting choice for a Pokemon favorite. I would not have expected that. I wouldn't either. Oh, yeah. And just, there are a lot of poisons as, like, a secondary typing that you would not think of for random Pokemon. Huh. Tentacool. Yeah? Tentacool I think you're pretty... carried me in Gen 3. Pentacool, uh, Skunk Tank. Oh, Toxicroak? Toxicroak. Toxicroak is critically, critically underrated. I mean, granted, he's got a four times weakness to Psychic. Yeah. But, you know, I think also, most people got turned off from Toxicity. Mm, yeah, Toxicity is really good. Most people got turned off by a Garbodor. That's understandable. Oh. Oh, what about the uh, what about the Pokemon that um, 
what about the Pokemon that uh, Markiplier rated a smash on his list? Uh, Sazzle. Ugh, get out of here. What are you done? Hold on, done. Yeah. The episode is starting. Give me lighting the match. We're burnt. I'm just look. That's I know what the kids. We're about. we're we're, the kids like Markiplier. we're done. <laughs> You're canceled, Jack. <laughs> we need a new DM. It's a. <laughs> there's no laws against what you I'll can do to Brandon Pokemon. <laughs> Okay, get us in the game. Give me, give me in the game. Hey, Batman, guess what Pokemon I caught? <laughs> I caught a Jirachi. Oh, God, no, please. <laughs> Anything but the wish spell. Anything but the wish spell. And my wish is a new DM. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Good luck finding someone that can manage you guys. We'll just call Anthony Birch. Fuck it. Hey, Brett, what, what are you doing next weekend? Matt Mercer, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm here to take your job. Anna, let's quit effing around. God, alright. Quit farting around, you two. Hey guys, I'm Lucas, and I play Jedediah Moonstone, the young man who grew up as a farm boy till the bank took away his family's farm, which led him towards a path of poverty and crime and being a bandit. Hey, it's JFK here, playing Trigo Factory, a young, naive bandito wannabe who read Don Quixote and is taking role playing a little too seriously. Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Frederick Phantom Mayer, veteran of the Owen Civil War and all-around badass bandito. And I'm Jack, and I am the DM. So, where did we leave off? Well, that's a very simple answer. It started in a manger, because they couldn't afford a hotel because they were being pursued by the law. Yeah, that's about right. Okay, so, JFK, you... Well, yeah, you, just for a callback for a few episodes ago, uh, know that your dad is currently in this town right now. Lucas, you also have stolen three Pokeballs that you don't know what the contents are, but you have been said that you want to open them secretly because you, you feel like you shouldn't open this in broad daylight. Is that correct? At least that's what I believe. Okay, and all three of you have a kind of ethereal figure in front of you who you can't really uh that who has been introducing himself and chatting with you guys as we've been speaking so i will leave off where we were talking about jackson parado you had recently asked about ghosts uh to jackson parado and i left you on kind of a cliffhanger so parado is going to kind of give you the the run in the mill here so we left off with trigo basically saying i'm just shocked and stunned that there is a actual undead spirit in front of us. So, Mr. Parado will basically go on. <sighs> well, I reckon a ghost can come from a few things. I know for a fact that when I died, I woke up. And I saw that I was a little short on change here. 
We all learned the second we are born as a spirit that there is a toll that we must pay, a price of some kind. Nobody gets crossed to the other side without paying this fine. And if you can't pay, well, whoever caused this issue has tethered you to it. My issue, of course, is the race that I never finished. Now, here's the thing. I could leave whenever I want. Technically. I could be chained to this bird forever. Or, I can admit that I would have never won that race. And I know that my afterlife after that would be much the worse. Answer any questions? It's going to go sneer towards you, Trigo, because I think you were the one who asked the question and was so shocked. Well, I think I think Trigo are the only ones in the farm. I think Jed and I left. I thought you were all there. I thought Jed I was going to leave. Oh, oh. I had finished talking to Jackson before we ended. I think oh, okay, so we're taking a step back then, or is it just Trigo uh, and I? I guess it would be just Trigo and you. I thought the Jedi was there. That is my bad. I guess that leaves it to Trigo and you, Ryan. I think Frederick turns to Jackson and says, so if we were to get Dofar to win a race with a new rider, would you be able to move peacefully along to the other side? I believe so. Show that the bird was meant to win. Well, Trigo here is a pretty good rider. What do, you, what do you say? I think I can do it. Well, then we'll let Tyree know he's, he's going to play second fiddle and, and we're going to have you ride the next race. Ty- Tyree? Is that how it's said? Yes. Why, why does what? that... Sounds like an annoying name. It, 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 it's tied to an annoying man. All right. <laughs> can you... As a ghost, maybe possess him and cause him to, oh, I don't know, be hit by a vast train or maybe drown in a rather shallow pool or puddle? Unfortunately, as I have justifiedly saw it, a ghost, in order to possess someone in that manner, would need to be a much higher level, as some would say, (laughs) or some kind of interesting mechanic of uh, leveling up. Hmm, okay. Um, I turned it to Trigo. Well, I think we got as much as we're going to get out of this guy. He's he's a clearly been a ghost for who knows how long and has lost his marbles. But I know one thing for sure is you can ride a dojo. And if that's the case, then I think we have a good chance of winning, uh, winning the race here. I think so, too. I think we can do it. All right, so... We're going to pause here and join Lucas, who is in another section of the stable, a little bit more isolated. Because as we've said, he's already gone off to basically look at the spoils that he got. And in your hands, Jedi, are three Pokeballs. I will take one of them and just sort of toss it on the ground. Okay. You toss the Pokeball, it opens up, and a shock of light occurs, and an egg is sitting in front of you. Mm, this is peculiar. Could you uh, describe this egg to me, uh, Mr. DM? Uh, sure. It is an oval that has a shell around it that's uh, got green spots. All right. So it's not like uh, one of those super fancy eggs from the anime. No, no, no. We are very bland here. <laughs> you wish. Interesting. I, uh, I want to pick up the egg and just sort of hold it, like almost caress it a little, see how it feels. 
If I can um, sense any movement or life. Roll perception. Okay. Perception. I get a slight boost to that. It's only a six, though. Okie dokie. You hear a faint, very faint heartbeat inside of the egg as you put your ear to the egg. Uh, you can't really sense anything else, though. It does not seem close to hatching, as some would say. Okay. Very interesting. Uh... Did we say that I have, like, a sort of saddlebag with me or not? I mean, you could just keep it in the Pokeball, but uh, I don't know. That would be on your character sheet. I think the saddlebag is, like, a fair thing, like a backpack. It's, like, a fair D&D thing to assume that you would have. Okay, so you have, like, a rucksack or something that can carry it? That's fine. Well, I think, uh, for now, I will uh, throw the egg in the, you know, knapsack, saddlebag, whatever we want to call it. Okay, I will take another of the two remaining balls and toss it on the ground. Okay. It cracks open. No flash of light. It is empty. I'd like to investigate the ball to see, like, if I can tell whether it's unused Pokeball or, like, what... Roll me investigation. Fourteen. Fourteen. As you look at the Pokeball a little bit closer, you notice that there is a claw mark on the underside that has a scratch in it, and it looks a little bit singed on the top of the red Pokeball uh, half. So I think uh, I think it's fair to say that uh, this ball might either be broken or have been used before. So I'll just uh, throw that back into my satchel and uh, let the last ball go. Okay. As you throw the ball, a flash of light occurs. Twisting vines spring from the hinge as it opens. Two vines twist onto the soft ground and spiral towards the sky. A towering six-foot mass of creeping ivy narrows until the bulbs ripen and turn a bright red and a bright green as two large peppers look at you. Peppers split open and salivate a dark liquid as teeth pop from its maw. You are looking at a Scovillain. Holy crap! Roll me dexterity. Uh, okay. Oh god, that's a seven. Oh, consequences! Alright, so the skull villain is going to slap with its large vine tendril the Pokeball away from you and shatter it into a million pieces. It is going to use a very, very aggressive flamethrower to burn a hole into the side of the stable as its attack and take off towards Route 113. As you look out into the hole that it burned, you hear faint screams of women and children as this thing terrorizes the countryside. Oh no. I like to imagine when you burn a hole through, it's just like trio in a towel. He says, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I. Hey, guys! I think we, like, Frederick sidles up to the hole that's now burned through the thing. And just goes, Uh, do you have something you want to tell us? Uh, long story short, I just released a monster into the city. Thought we were keeping a low profile. I found a Pokeball at the ranch. I opened it, and, uh, thing went mad. 
Tyree Bigsby is going to kind of come through the stable and be like, Oh no, the Rapidashes get out again? Oh boy, I'll go alert them real quick. And he kind of waddles away from the whole scene. But you're good. I think we should get out of here, boys. Yeah, we might want to vamoose. Is Dofar good to stay in the stables? Like, are we just good to leave it there? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. Okay, then I guess we walk... I would have had you roll for combat, but you rolled so low. <laughs> you rolled so low! I, I wanted to fight it, too. I really did. I think we step out onto the main drag. Like, we walk our way out. Can Abra do a um, perception check to see if she can find, like, a brick or something like that? <laughs> Roll, roll for bricks. Two. <laughs> there are zero bricks. Damn it. Alright, so as you step into Mawile, the number one exporter of sin of patrons in the entertainment industry, a long railroad connects the city to the always busy Rustboro. Travelers from the north would frequently seek refuge on the cool strip in between the mountains. The hotels glitter as an important city kind of bustles. The city's entertainment district, which you gentlemen step onto, has bright casinos, hotels with large signs, and entertainment parlors hosting numerous travelers. It is also a major port all the way down to the east end of it. You see that there are some boats leaving the harbor far in the distance, but the one thing that catches your eye is a large casino known as the Six of Clubs. I look at the other two and just tell them that's where my dad is. Guarantee you he's in there right now. A hotel and casino? We need a place to stay. I'm not sleeping there next to that dofa. We can find a place to stay. That won't be a problem. But I'm not going in that casino right now. Why not? I thought we were uh, trying to meet your father. We will. I don't want to do that now. I want to race before I meet him. All right. Well, that... I, I say, gentlemen, we've been through enough that we should probably get a drink. Agreed. Sounds fine by me. Uh, and we picked the first two, the, the one with the saloon doors. <laughs> the music stops as you enter. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Every yep. single head in the room turns, turns. and stares at you. Yep, yes. yep, yep. For each of us individually. They slow each of you individually goes to the door. The music stops. Everyone's head turns. They slowly turn back. The music starts up again. And then the next one comes in. And it's just some guy handing out checks for people who sit in the bar all day so that people can sit in the saloon. Get stared at when they come in. You see that the piano player is getting slightly more frustrated until he's just slamming the keys as he goes to the next one. Just running scales the whole time. He's not even playing. He like barely gets two notes in. And Trigo is the last person to walk in and trips as he walks through the doors. The uh, piano player immediately begins the Benny Hill theme. So, you were all in... Did you say you just went into any place? Yeah, yeah. Any place on the side, really. Okay. Alright, so you go to the bar. The bartender's like, Well, be gentlemen. Um, whiskey neat. Make that too. Do whiskey neat. Do you have red wine? What? what? Three whiskey neats. We got brown wine here, sir. 
Ooh, you have brown wine? Yeah, it's called whiskey. Oh, <laughs> I'll have one of those, please. More whiskeys coming up. Red wine. Black. Grumbles to himself as he turns around and starts pouring the liquor. Uh, he sets it all up to you three gentlemen. And then, uh... Trio, roll perception. 17. You notice that there are three men sitting very close to the piano player that are wearing your family's crest on their shoulders. The Fatteria crest. How would you describe what the Fatteria crest looks like? Kind of thinking almost kind of like the Medici family. Something similar to that. I know that is a very horrible description, but I can picture it in my in my head what it looks like. And but like the background to it, instead of being like four different squares, is like a rolling field. Uh, why don't for for our for our lovely so, lovely listeners who are unfamiliar I, with such a crest? If I could take it, there you go. Yeah, you just sent it. Yeah, I think instead of the one, two, three, four, five red balls, they're pokeballs. And then the floor de lisa at the top represents the wheat that you guys harvest. It, it works perfect. Just substitute the red balls for pokeballs. Yep, that's actually what I was thinking of. I was thinking of that and uh, pretty what other families at the same time. But yes, that's pretty much what I was thinking. So for our listeners, is basically like a shield, like a knight's shield kind of square at the top, but it kind of curves into a point. There are five pokeballs that basically go along the bottom two basic one basically towards the tip and then two more kind of growing along the sides on each side so you have five then there's a small blue circle in the top center that has three sprigs of wheat or sorry well that's what i imagine that's definitely what it is perfect so you recognize that these people work for your family and you since you rolled a 17 you know that they have noticed you and they are talking a very quietly to avoid you understanding anything. I just walk over to them. Alright, you walk over to these three men, and they kind of turn away to try to, like, hide, not hide themselves, but almost, like, ignore you, like, maybe he's just trying to get a closer look. They're they're trying to skirt you, skirt you a little bit. I think Frederick pulls up behind for muscle, because... He's not paying for drinks, and as far as he knows, Trigo's the only one who's around who has the purse deep enough to pay for the drinks that him and Jedediah have. Okay. Now, they kind of look and say, is there anything we can do to help you gentlemen? No, just seeing how you guys are doing. Haven't seen you all in a while. Sorry, sir. I don't know who you are. Oh, really? What's that crest on your uh, shoulder there? Borrowed it. Borrowed it? Yep. From where? Alright, I'll keep my eye on you. I'll just turn around. Roll me dexterity. Fifteen. You, as you basically turn around and start to walk away, you dodge, or you kind of sense it coming. There's a, there's a change in wind pressure, and you feel it coming. And a chair careens over your shoulder as you kind of duck out of the way. It smashes against one of the pillars at the bar. And you turn around, and the three men are standing up, and they basically say, and they crack their knuckles, um, and they say, You're coming with us, Trigo Fatoria. Alright, uh, gentlemen. 
Roll initiative. At 16. Nat 20. 6. Oh, sorry. 16 plus 2 is an 18. Sorry. Alright. So, we have... So, our order will be Jediah, Frederick, Goon, Goon. You can call him JFK. Oh, <laughs> no. From downtown. Uh, what a monster. Uh, that's, that's bold talk coming from the man that set a literal monster on the loose, sir. <laughs> Alright, so it'll be Jediah, Frederick, Goon, uh, Goon, Goon, Trigo, Goon. So, Jedi, you just watched a chair careen into a actual pillar and shatter. Uh, now, you're still at the bar, so what do you do? I want to say, if I can flavor this a little, especially with me having the highest initiative, you know how like people and their pets start to look like each other after a long time? Is that why my dog is so anxious? Yes. But uh, uh, I'd like to imagine that like uh, Teddy Ursa, I'm sort of a mama bear of this team. And so, corner of my eye, I never let Trigo get out of it, out of my vision. So I watched all of this happen. And I'm already like half turned in my seat. I just pop up, pop down a Pokeball, and grab a gun. A gun. Okay. All right. So you are basically up out of your chair right now. Um, yeah, I'm basically just readied. Okay. For whatever this is. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's all. That's all. Okay. I mean, I don't fully know what's happening. So, Frederick, you're up. Frederick, Cyndaquil has been next to him the whole time. Obviously, was always out as well. He picks up Cyndaquil and uses Cyndaquil's new move, which is Ember. Which you hurl a ball of flame at a target within range, make a ranged attack, doing flame damage with a sex, a success, a successful. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hit! If it's a nineteen or twenty, the target is burnt. Does one d six damage if I hit? So rolling on my decks. Oh, a two plus two is a four. Oh no! Okay, that doesn't hit. Worse, you hit a table and start a small fire. Well, actually, all right. It's not really fire. It's just more charred. Yeah, yeah. We're not. We're not burning the bar down. Some alcohol. If we were, uh, could could make a note. Make a note, fellow players. Okay. All right. We go to. Oh, uh, what? Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Frederick, it's a bonus action and a movement. So don't. Oh boy. Don't cut me off here. Oh boy. Uh, it's gonna be as big as this attack. I've, I'm at the edge of my seat here. Okay, for his move, how far is the door? I'm gonna say standard saloon would probably be about twenty to thirty feet. So we'll call it thirty. We'll say it's okay. thirty. So the first thing Frederick does is then get to the door and draws his gun. And for a bonus action, he's gonna say, "Nobody leaves his bar." That's um, a that's a fine bonus action because with the more people there. The more chaos there will be. God, what episode is this? And we're already in a bar fight. What a what a what a <laughs> real. <laughs> what a like real I think it's like real, seven. What a real rudin tootin. <laughs> Do I need to roll like charisma or anything? I would very much like that. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, I've just one to charisma. Or no, I was zero. Okay. Bringing out the big boy dice. That is a ten. All right. You have some people stand up and try to like shuffle away, but others, I'm going to say if there are 20 people in the bar right now, if there are 20 people in the bar right now, you're going to keep basically 10 of them in there. So another, some 10 are going to try to make their way towards you, but another 10 are going to go and I'll give you a bonus. One just takes his glass and smashes it on dude's face. So there's already another brawl going on. Okay, good. Well, that, that was kind of my intention, but okay, perfect. Okay, with the ten, that's that's fair. That's for fair. A 10, that's fair. All right. So goon number one is going to use the help action and move next to Trigo. Goon number two is going to try to grab Trigo in a full Nelson, and since he's being helped, he gets advantage. Is it a strength contest? Does Trigo make a str- opposing strength roll? Yes, that is an 18. Bye, Trigo. We'll rescue you later. (laughs) Thank you, Advantage. All right, so, Trigo, you are grappled, and... Wait, 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 wait. I was speaking in the mute there. I got a 19 plus 2. What? 19 plus 2. With the help action and the goon, he has an 18 plus 3. Damn it. So... Does Ty go to winner or loser? I forget, or Ty go to attacker or defender? I forget what our policy was here. We have often said, well, I think our I default say, is always I good. We've been going attacker. I, I do agree, but we've also kind of flip flopped on it goes to the player. But I'll leave that up to your discretion. Okay. Alright, then this time the, the NPCs are going to get their time in the sun. I use the help action, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. You're in a full Nelson. You are grappled. Goo number one, who did use the help action, also has a pistol drawn. He just kind of had one on him, and it's pointing at you. So not only are you grappled, but there is a gun trained on you. It is your turn. All right, since Abra has leveled up, one thing that she's gotten better with is teleport. And with teleport, this she's basically going to use the move Fling. Now, there were no bricks nearby. There wasn't, but there is a table that's smoldering. Mm, and I want to fling that at the guy with the gun. Okay. Now, let me just let me do, me, do me a solid here. Let me just go into my handy-dandy spreadsheet. So, fling is a strength index to which Abra gets a plus one. Now, a fully-sized table is going to weigh about, I'm going to say... 20 to 30 pounds. That seems light, but we're going to roll with it. So 20 to 30 pounds for a table. You are able to hit anything within 60 feet, but since the table is probably double, if not triple, the size of Abra, I'm going to say that you need to roll strength rather than dexterity, which you get a minus one to. 14. And which goon were you targeting? The one with the gun or the one holding you? The one with the gun. Okay, so the one with the gun gets completely cleaned by this table, basically, and falls to the ground. He is not prone. However, that is your... Is that your action? Because telling Abra would be... No, telling Abra would be a bonus action. So you have an action to break out of it, I believe. Because I think... 
Yeah, I'm fine with um I'll definitely try to break out. So that would be I'm assuming Dex. The strength you're trying to out you're trying to outmuscle him. Good, because I have plus two to strength. I got a ten. Okay. The goon got a thirteen. Motherfucker. So you are still grappled. And that brings us to goon number two. Uh, sorry, goon number three. Goon number three is going to use his movement to pick up the goon that's prone and then use his bonus action to fire a gun in the air. And he's going to say, all right, we're taking this kid. He's our hostage. Nobody move or the guy gets it. And he's going to slowly motion the guy to go out a door that is behind the bar. So basically, Frederick, if you are at the front of the bar with the swinging door, there's Mm -hmm. a stairwell that leads upstairs with a stairwell that's kind of like an emergency backdoor exit out. So if gentlemen go to meet scandalous women, they don't have to be seen on the front oh of the bar. Oh my stars and stars. <laughs> <laughs> So that brings us back to Jediah. And so we've established before that you can't use your gun to shoot someone and have your Pokemon attack in the same turn, right? That would be correct, because that would be broken. The, yeah. the, the action the action economy would actually poop itself there for a hot minute. That's fair. That is very fair. Uh, let's see. Could I potentially have my Pokemon do something cute and clever as a bonus action you, while shooting somebody? You bet your stars and garters. Lovely. Alright, so I want to tell Teddy... Sticky hands, table, and guy point at uh, the guy holding Trigo. Sticky hands hold, or can you repeat so, those that word salad I just got here? <laughs> so I want, I was trying to say it like very short because obviously I can't convey a full sentence to Teddy Ursa well. I want Teddy to touch something solid like a table or the ground or a column and touch the dude holding Trigo. Because okay. we established Teddy has very sticky paws. Roll and first so roll I guess charisma I... because he needs to understand what that is. If you roll under a five, he is going to look at you and say, What the hell did you just tell me? You said charisma. Is that for me or him? For you. You have to roll above a five. That is a 17. Okay, thank God. Okay. Alright, so... If I need it explained twice, your Pokemon's gonna look at you and be like, what the hell are you speaking to me? So It's Teddy! He and I go way back. Ouch. I, I, to be, to, I mean, I, I got it. I, I was I, picking up the Jedi I was putting down. I was not. I was, the, the only thing that's getting picked up here is this table, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so, great. So, Teyersa understands what you're doing. So, he is going to describe how this happens, and I will give you the role, basically. Describe what you would like to do one more time, and I will give you the role. So, assuming it's done or understood, Teddy will go up to the man holding Trigo, grab his leg with one of his paws, which is eternally covered in honey, and he will grab something else nearby, even if he has to tug a little bit on the leg, and grab it 
so that Teddy is basically gluing himself and a large, heavy object to the man. Lucas, I want to speak to you as not a character, as a person, because I was overjoyed when I heard about getting to DM, because I knew that if it was the world of Pokemon, I would not have to answer questions about Mel, uh, Mend. The spell Mend oh, does not no. exist in this world. <laughs> oh, and no. here you come, stomping, <laughs> saying, I'm going to mend a table to a guy's leg. <laughs> I... D&D is about creativity. <laughs> That's not how the spell works. Dude. That's not how Covet works. Dude, That's not my I flung a table at somebody. No, you got a table flung at you. That's true. I'm I'm sorry. That cannot happen. That that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Teddy Ursa has. Well, also, we have been failing to do the Honey Eater move, which at the end of battle, if this player rolls a, a d20 of its uh, plus on its proficiency bonus, on the 20 or higher, you get honey in your inventory, which we have been grossly neglecting. What? 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 We what? We What's happening? We've had honey this whole time. <laughs> Where is this attack? This attack doesn't exist! I'm like... It's it's a hidden ability. It's a hidden ability. Honey gathered. That's not an attack. He also has quick feet, which means when suffering from a negative status condition, he can move by up. He can move forty five feet. Holy crap! You don't get these two together. I'm just saying. I'm just reading through his character sheet. But he also gets covet, which means he's. Uh, he. I would say he would have to make an attack roll, and in a successful roll, he would still have to do covet. Because if, if that's what you're trying to do, Lucas, I would say because the covet move, because it describes his sticky hands in the covet action. <laughs> All right, I, I will. I will tell you what. All right, I will retroactively give you honey. Okay, since sure Hooray! we have not been using the honey gather. Okay, <laughs> I will let you smear honey on this guy's leg as your Teddy Ursus action. I'll let you smear honey on this guy's leg, and then I'll use your action to have Teddy Ursa push the table, and then I will use that to make the guy... I don't even know why I'm entertained. I, I don't know why I'm entertained. Can I, can, I, can I give a happy medium? I was going to say disadvantage, but then I was like, oh, Christ. The bonus action... Like, my entire turn, it's cool. I'm fine with that. The bonus action should be honey on the leg, the full action should be covet, which would be an attack roll. Alright, so here is the play, and I'm assuming we're going to have to edit this way the hell down, because oh my god, this has been a lot of nonsense, but... Yeah, this is a lot, I'm sorry. Here's... No, 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 don't you dare apologize. I'm <laughs> but, keeping this in, I'm not editing it out. Alright, here's what I'm going to say. Your whole turn has to be using the honey to stick to the table. After every battle, you can roll to get honey, basically. Even though it says you need a 20 or higher, which That's is wild to assume that on a d20 with just your proficiency bonus, you're going to get 20 plus. But okay, so here's what we're going to do. Your bonus action is smearing honey. Your action is pushing the table to him. I am going to roll on... Disadva with advantage, basically. And if he, if the goon that is holding Trigo 
wins the roll, if he wins the roll, he will be slowed with his speed halved because he is very sticky, as you have made him. And he will have to drag the table around. He has advantage to break out of the honey, though. That is what I will... That is the that is the generosity I will give you. Okay, that's fair. I'll take it. Okay, so Teyursa stumbles over and takes out a jar of honey that I had no idea existed. And he <laughs> finger paints on the guy's leg, smearing honey around on this guy's pant leg. The guy looks down in shock, but is unfortunately trying to restrain Trigo, so he can't do anything really to stop him because he's afraid that if he starts kicking at the bear, Trigo will get the upper hand. Teyursa then stumbles to a table and pushes it like a small animal would with both hands, really putting his legs into it, to get the table over to the guy to stick the honey. He then turns to Jedediah and gives him a thumbs up with his paws and smiles. I love you, Teddy. I, I will give you this. That was incredibly cute, but oh my god. <laughs> the questions I had. Alright, and that brings us to Frederick, who is at the front of the room. I don't even know how you follow that. Um, do the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have Syndicol do another table. Um, okay, so... Oh, boy. Uh, I'm gonna use my movement to get as close to the door they're trying to escape out of as possible. How close am I now with that movement speed? You're at the front of the bar and the or you're at the front of the saloon, and the stairwell is at the back wall. So it's like the it's like the math problem where there's a box, and then you want to put a circle or have a semicircle in that box. You're not going to be able to, in your movement speed, to get to the foot of the stairs, but you could get really close to it. Okay, I'll do that then. Some uh, would say that you would get an opportunity attack if someone were to pass by you at that range. Okay, then I will hang. I will continue to hang out there. Uh, I guess I'll draw my gun and I'll try to take a quick shot at the guy who's got his gun to treat him. Uh, and I get advantage because I have proficiency in small arms. You're correct. However, you also have another human being that you don't want to hit there. So I will give you this: you can get your advantage. But if you don't clear my DC check, you're also going to hit Trigo. I think we had this exact same thing happen last episode. Pretty no, sure we, we had did. it in the uh, Prelude episode. Yes. Recite, which was the last episode, just not in order. Thank you. Thank you, because that is correct. I was trying correct. to uh, preserve our movie magic, but okay. Sorry. Um, so, t t don't worry, JFK can edit this. Right. Um, right. So I'll roll straight then, right? You roll straight, and how does it work again? If you basically hit, if you don't hit high enough, you hit both of them. If you roll too low, you just hit J. Uh, you just hit Trigo. I got a nat twenty, so we don't have to argue about this. <laughs> <laughs> We're finally rolling well. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll play for this. I shoot the gun out of the guy's hand. Or uh -oh. shoot him in the head. I was about to say, that's going to do no damage. Okay, so you shoot at his skull. Roll damage. Uh, that's a d6, right? Yes. Uh, two. His... A two. Okay. 
he leans with the bullet, and you can see that there is basically a trench in his skull right now that you have created. But you see an exposed, like his skull, like a part of his skull is exposed. He is still alive, and since you rolled a nat 20, doesn't that mean you critted, so you basically did a 4 damage? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Okay. We're doing double damage or double damage dice? Double damage? Uh, I think we talked about this earlier, but I think it changed. I'll call it double damage if anyone is against that. That's fine. That's and fine. I, reserve, I reserve the right to change this later, dear listener. Um, okay. So yeah, there's a trench in this guy's skull, basically, from what you did. It's bleeding profusely. You can see the skull, but he's still technically alive and just very mad. Okay, uh, and as a bonus action, I guess... Can I dash with a bonus action? No, because dash is your action. Okay. Can I hop behind the bar if I'm close enough to the bar? Yeah. Okay, I'll hop behind the bar for cover. Okay. That brings us to Goon 1. Goon 2. Goon 1 is the one who used the help action that got cleaned, but Goon 3 picked him up, so he's fine. I guess fine is one way to put it. He definitely took damage from that, which I have calculated in my head. Don't you worry. I did make sure he did take damage for that. However, the three are going to basically, um, or I guess I'm going to say, the first Goon is going to make his way to the stairs, of the foot of the stairs and use the help action again. The second goon is going to roll strength to see how far he can move JFK, basically. If he rolls too low, he's not going to be able to roll him. If he rolls very high, he's going to be able to have his full movement. 16 plus 3. JFK, what do you roll on strength? Not 1 plus 2. Okay. Oh, no. Yeah, he's oh. going to get full. He's getting full movement. He is going to basically drag you basically to the top of the stairs with his full movement since he's based he was at the he was a little bit by he was by the stairs i'm gonna say like 10 feet by the stairs he's gonna be able to fully move you up to the top of the stairs trigo is your turn the honey didn't stick uh no he 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 had advantage to break out of honey and it's my genius. Okay. yeah so thank you thank you for reminding me of that information all right so, Trigo, it's your turn. You are at the top of the stairs. Uh, you have two people who are basically dragging you up there. One of them is profusely bleeding through his head. Would it be unreasonable to have Abra follow me up the stairs? Yes, but remember, Pokemon work on your bonus action. So, basically, it's going to require the... If the Pokemon goes up the stairs, it's not going to be able to attack. You oh, would have to use your action to break out. I wasn't going to attack. I was going to have Abra touch me and then teleport me behind the bar. Hmm. Okay, but since Abra has to pass by another person, that person will get an opportunity attack on Abra. Alright, I'm fine with that. Okay. That person is going to... You're going to pass Goon... So Wait, sorry. I put this in the wrong order. So Goon 2 is holding you. Goon 1 is going to grab a potato sack and roll against Abra's dexterity. What'd you get? 18. Jesus Christ. Woo! We're turning around, boys. Payday's coming around. Goon rolled a 10. Okay, so is able to get past the goon with the potato sack, and it is going to make it 
to you and touch you. However, does it get an action since I said it had to use movement? Because I think now that, because then I say that was it. So it can't teleport, right? Since that would be an action for did, the Pokemon. Did Trigo take an action? Well, so Pokemon can't take. I thought we said Pokemon require your bonus action as the command, and then you get no, a movement and action. Your action was their attack. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I was looking at it. Like, the bonus action would be like, hey, come up here. And since I'm not attacking, Abra would be doing the attack, a.k.a. the teleport in this case. Alright, but it has to get through this one goon who is basically in its range, I'm going to say. Since even though he's struggling against you, I'm going to say that he's going to take one attempt to kick it away from you. What's Abra's AC? 14. 17. He's going to stick its foot right in Abra's face and push it back. Since Abra is very light, it's going to kind of still be floating in the stairs. It's almost like pushing a balloon, kind of. It's still floating, but it's going to stay away from you. The last goon is going to say, the last goon in the order is finally going to be like, oh, so tiresome. He's going to throw out a Pokeball. And a coughing is going to come out. And if you've watched the Pokemon anime, you know exactly what I'm going to do now. Smokescreen. Smokescreen, baby! The whole bar turns an inky dark black. And Trigo disappears from your Can eyes. Can I roll a blind luck shut. roll as I blindly shoot in the direction of Trigo and the men? Sure. Do I get advantage or do I no, roll? No, crazy? no. The smokescreen cancels <laughs> any advantage you have. Are you crazy? A uh, seventeen plus two is a uh, nineteen. A nineteen with disadvantage. Oh well, you get. I roll straight because I get advantage. I gotta talk to you about this. All right, you hit the goon, but since it is dark you are going to roll a single damage dice, and he is going to make his getaway. Okay. Uh, three. Three? Okay. He's, he's not great. He's not terrible. Alright. As the bar closes, you hear a door slam, and as the smokescreen lifts and you are hacking and coughing, you notice that bar is empty. And now we go Ooh. back to upstairs. Trigo, uh, you are in a dark purple room, and you see that there are candles lit, a small table in front of you with a wooden chair, and the leather chair behind it spins around and reveals your dad. Anything you want to say to dear old dad? What the fuck? Why did you have to bring them? Why did you have to assault daddy's workers? They attacked me first. You didn't listen to them. My boy, my beautiful boy. He gets up and he's got his hands widely stretched like he is very much waiting for a hug. He's going to approach you very carefully. He's like, look at my beautiful boy. He leans in and kisses your forehead a little bit. Look how big you've grown. Strapping. Handsome. Like your father. Very wonderful. I know you'd hit a bit of a scrap, but, but who hasn't? Listen, if sins were bullets, I'd be funding armies at this point. Now listen very carefully. Daddy needs you here, champ. Some tough muscles really come in very lately, and as you know, Daddy's going to help you get out of this scrape, but it's not going to be cheap. What I think you and your friends should do is go up there and take care of these toughs. Like I said, 
There's plenty of incentive for you to do this. The second you get rid of these toughs, we can talk business, okay? Anything you gotta ask your dear old dad? Where are they at? Where are they at? Well, listen, here's the thing. Route 113 is a little ashy. Uh, a lot of smoke, a lot of dust coming off the chimney. Can't make heads or tails of it. Every time I send someone there, there's some something ambushing them. We had plenty of shipments to Fall Arbor, but they all gone missing. Everyone's either turned up dead or said something sprung out of the ash and they were gone. You know I would send my you know I only send my best man and he's gonna kinda like pinch your cheeks a little bit. It's clear that he's being very uh physical with you to be, show affection, but it's also in very kind of a degrading way in a sense. When is this need done by? Listen, do it now, do it later. Your dad's got a fat stack for you, but it's gotta be done. And like he said, I can't really lend out any more money unless the uh, union catches on. Don't worry about that. I'll do it. I got the guys that can do it with me. I see. Strapping posse right there, my friend. However, I gotta be in the next race. You? He kind of does like a belly chuckle, kind of like... <laughs> Look at my boy, going into the races. Oh my goodness, I can't be any more proud of you. Yeah, and I'm going to win. Watch. Oh, don't you worry, son. I'll be watching very carefully. Now listen, Daddy's got another place he's got to be sometime real soon, so he's going to bounce out of this joint really quickly. You and your friends, I'm assuming, are heading that way anyway, because I don't think you're sticking around here with what's going on, with what's been going on. Okay? We can head up that way. Perfect. Listen, you know there's another cottage over uh, nearby. Stop in, talk to them, they'll help you out. Will do. We'll get to it when we get to it. Okay, come here. I love you, son. Come here. He's going to kind of give you a very awkward hug. Roll perception check. Did they kiss on the mouth like Tom Brady and his son? Stop! <laughs> Stop! Roll perception. I was going to say, is the uh, hug like Voldemort in the last Harry Potter movie? Ooh, that's another awkward hug. Yeah, it is, baby. Depends. Roll perception, actually. I got a 10. 10? You can feel that he is signaling something, but you can't make heads or tails of it. And before you can really even make anything of it, he's going to kind of grab his coat and throw it over his shoulder and say, All right, son, enjoy. Let me know when the job is done. And he's going to walk out. And I just kind of glare at him as he walks out. He's gone. We now go back down to Frederick and Jediah. And they're just kind of sitting in the mix. Uh, there's an empty bar that they can't really make. That really everything's kind of gone. And you start to hear a siren in the distance. Uh, Frederick grabs a full bottle and says, uh, I suggest we get out of here, Jed. Uh, things are things are about to get a little hairy. He starts yeah, making we don't need the... any uh, any more law on us. Okay, Jedi, you're going to make it out the door. Frederick, you still have to hop over the bar. As you get over the climb over the bar, make your way towards the door. A dark figure enters as Jedi leaves, but Jedi does not seem to notice at all that someone actually passed him. Kind of almost aimlessly thinking. And you realize 
that this is the man that was there the day you orchestrated the train robbery. Mr. LaCroix, what are you doing here? Review. We'd love to hear from you guys. We have a Twitter and a TikTok now. Uh, TikTok will be releasing animations from our friend Leo, who's a good animator. We are excited. April 11th will be the first animation which will premiere there. Hopefully, we will have a little trailer put together for you guys and we'll be excited to get some feedback. We're also potentially doing a Pokemon card raffle. So, if you happen to not know any of the players of Fistful Pokeballs, and would like a free pack of Pokemon cards, feel free to tweet at us. We're um, working on the way the contest is going to work, so tweet at us that you're interested in the contest, and we will figure out how we can accommodate the contest and figure out the nature of what it's going to be. But be on the lookout for it, because it's going to be exciting. We're going to start giving stuff away. We're going to get people hooked. Um, That's all I really got for you this week. Have a good one. Bye! future jfk cut this you are treating that if if any of you have ever watched jojo's bizarre adventure which i have and i will tell you proudly you are treating teddy ursa like the hand the guy that can swipe away existence and just instantly teleport something to himself with this move <laughs> I, i'm just saying i think that's if, if that's the way you want to play that's the fairest way you could do it okay thank you for waiting future uh, jfk you could start it again you need to edit like half of this at least all right the longer we do this, the more it's not going to edit. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right.